Yo, what is up, podcast world? It's it's me, Brent Mukai, voice actor, improv trainer, entertainer. Welcome to another episode of the Brent Mukai podcast. I I am uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of excited. I I got all the equipment that I need right now to uh, to stream on uh, Twitch. I'm I'm thinking and considering about maybe doing a live stream podcast. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how that would work. I, I think I would do do well talking to people. But um, that's just a thought in my head. I, I've got everything set up. Really, the only thing I was missing was this microphone. I'm, I'm telling you all shit that doesn't matter. Let's, let's get into it, huh? Let's get into what, what's going on. What's going on with me? Um, it's been a busy week. Um, just a bunch. I, I just got done with a meeting where I, uh, I, I basically shored up my logo, which, uh, you will see, I'll, I'll give you a sneak peek. If you're, if you're watching this, if you're, if you're sitting there and you're, you're actually taking the time to watch this, then I will give this to you. It, it is a, uh, it is a smiley face. Shit. Where did I put it? Maybe I won't, maybe I won't give it to you. I wanted to. Oh, here we go. This is the mock-up of the picture. Look at that. It's going to be color. It's going to be a yellow smiley face with a thumbs up. But uh, it's it's looking like that's going to be my logo. Holy shit, am I happy to do that. I've been wanting new business cards for a while. I've been wanting to up my game. And uh, uh, a logo isn't a necessity. However, uh, for business cards, I think it's pretty cool. So, uh, super excited. It's, it's been about a month in the making of that. Um, I know it seems really simple. seems really stupid. Why would that take a month? It's just a smiley face with a, with a thumbs up in it and my name in it. But, um, took a while drafting the concept, figuring out what I wanted. Cause I, I, I knew that I did not want a microphone because I feel like every voice actor in the world, all their fucking shit is just a microphone. So I was like, mm, I get it. I get, and that's not to hate. You should probably have something that shows people right away what you do. The problem is that I'm not just one thing. I'm not just a voice actor. I'm also an improv trainer and an entertainer, as you might have heard at the beginning of this podcast. But um, the bigger the bigger point, I guess, I'm trying to make is that that I wanted something that was that didn't have a microphone that, that, that because I don't think that I'd be summed up by just a microphone. I wanted something that kind of spoke to who I was as a person. I'm going for personal branding more than just a voice, you know? So so that's exciting. I, 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 I do that pose and I make that, I, I do that in my pictures all the time with a big ass smile and a thumbs up. So super excited for that to be done, all, all sorted out. Um, I'm going to be getting new business cards made, which I've been slacking off on doing for like the last, I don't know, two, three years. The The last time that I got a batch made, it still said comedian on it. So that gives you that gives you uh, at least a little bit of, of idea of what how old and outdated those cards are. So I'll, I'll be happy to have this new batch with a fun logo on it. Um, I'm, I'm working my way backwards here, so. Uh, that's what I did this morning, yesterday, or this afternoon, rather. Yesterday, I, oh man, I went to uh, Dog and Pony Studios, 
and uh, the owner, John McClain, coolest fucking dude in the world, basically said, uh, I want creative people around. Uh, And he offered me before, he made this offer to me before. I didn't jump on it before, and I was a fool not to. And uh, I was I was thinking, honestly, in my uh, in my head, I was like, oh, shit, like, damn it. I, I didn't jump on that opportunity. Literally yesterday, I was like, oh, how far I've fallen. I, I haven't gone to visit. I keep talking about coming in to visit. The play kind of screwed me up a little bit, and I, w- I wasn't going in as much. But I was like, oh, man, I, I wish I could go in and visit. Uh, I finally went in yesterday because uh, a friend had to cancel on me for lunch because, um, well, I mean, honestly, like she, she has a job, so she she did it, um, uh, and that's totally fine. Um, went in to see John, and I was I was literally thinking, like, man, oh, I was so close to like getting keys to the place and like being able to hang out. He had brought it up to me before, like months ago, and I just I just I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds cool. We didn't ever get it going or do anything. And yesterday, like, he brought it up to me again, and I was like, holy shit, man. Like this is cool, and and for no other reason than, than the fact that he likes the idea of creative people, just stopping by, you know, and it's cool. That's cool. That's co- like, it's cool to be in a spot, really, because what he's saying, it's cool to be in a spot where people think that I'm doing something cool enough that uh, that just my presence around will bring them some sort of benefit. <laughs> um. And, and as I always try my best to do, uh, because he, he is giving me access to to phenomenal equipment, most of which I don't know how to use, but I, I will learn. So I, it'll be cool because I'll, I'll get a chance to learn how to do it and I'll get a chance to, to be around producers of audio to see kind of what their day to day is like. I mean, I've spent probably a good, I don't know, I want to say like 20 hours, 20 to 30 hours there with them. Um but yeah, I, I, I just, I feel good about that and the fact that he, he w- was so gracious and, and so, so willing to let me just come in and do that because cause that's, that's, man, it's, it's keys to a studio. Who, who does not want that? Like, I'm thinking of all of the fucking things that I can be doing, you know, and, and that'll be there. Um, man, man, like, fuck, it's just, it's just, it's mind-blowing to me, it's mind-blowing to me that I'm in this spot, and I'm in this position now, and it's like, I'm, I'm slowly working up this, this and not, not even slowly, like, at a, at, a, at a crazy fast rate, working up relationships with people that I want to work relationships with, and people that I, I really adore, Fuck, it's like overwhelming sometimes. It's uh, the, the the power that I'll have with that is going to be immense. And I, I, I'm, of course, going to help him out. Um, I'm going to help him out with some social media stuff, um, getting some stuff made for him, some content. Uh, so so I, I, I think that it will be a mutual relationship. But that's the best kind of relationship, right? In any, in any type of relationship. I was about to say in any business relationship, but really any relationship, the best thing is uh, the ability to feel like you're giving the other person more than you're receiving. 
And I think that that works in any relationship. I think that that works in 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 just regular old-fashioned friendships and and you know, loving relationships and shit like that. So I don't know. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning a ton. That was really cool. While I was in there, um, a dude who was like big in the Hollywood. I mean, not not like George Clooney big, but like like working fucking actor, like really successful dude named Jeff Johnson came in. Uh, he was in town. He works, uh, he, he is the voice of T-Mobile. So if you listen to any T-Mobile commercial and you hear a voice, that is him. And I got to meet him, got to pick his brain. He he uh, just released a movie, or, or he, he just finished up a movie and that will be released soon. Um, and, and he just shot the shit and hung out, and he was a cool fucking dude. Like, for real, like, legit, just this cool, nice guy. Uh, this just everyday guy and man, like I got, I got him on my, uh, I started doing vlogging, which is now like a thing. Like I've started vlogging the journey, right? Putting it up on YouTube and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, uh, I, he, he, I got to, he agreed to be on, on the vlog, um, I was like, oh, you have a movie coming out. That's cool. Do you want to promote it on the vlog? Um, and he was like, yeah. So I was able to do that small small bit of spreading a small bit of awareness, you know. Um, and in return, I got a cool celebrity on my fucking podcast. Or not on the podcast, on, the, uh, on my vlog. So I don't know. I'm, I'm beginning to learn how to just kind of be not shameless with it because I always ask people like hey it's cool if I promote you on my vlog and we just have a little conversation and people are pretty fucking cool about that honestly um so yeah it's it's just a really really swell time to be alive I, I I don't know any other way to put it than that it's just I I feel so good Things are going. Um, yeah, yesterday was pretty magical. Uh, I have keys to the to the studio and uh, like shit. That's rad. <laughs> Let's see. Wednesday. Wednesday. What happened? Um, taught uh, taught my my storytelling class and um, I only have two more sessions left with them. One, well, really one session left and then a showcase. So I'm going to be chilling with them this coming Wednesday. And then after that, we're doing a showcase. And then, um, honestly, my schedule, everything, I don't think I can uh, teach another class over there. I think that it will behoove me to to be done with them, uh, which is a little sad because those, those kids are, are real cool. I, I'm hoping the best for them. Um and it's been real cool. I've, we've been going for like twelve weeks, so so it's been it's been pretty badass to to take this journey with with you know these high school aged kids, some of them in in college and and you know after after the after this past class, uh, there's there's only five kids in the in the class, so I've kind of structured it around there and and um, one of the only two kids showed up. For whatever reason, it was snowing that night, so I'm I'm assuming a lot of people just didn't want to 
go out in the snow. <laughs> that might have been it. It was snowing Wednesday night. So, um, I, I, I just chatted, and and we the way I've been structuring the class is, I've been teaching them all sorts of storytelling tips and tricks and things that people use, like conventions, structures of storytelling, the basics and how it relates to acting, right? So what I'm having them do is is write their own story out as if it was a movie, like not an actual script or screenplay. And then I had them choose a scene from this mock movie that they've created the story to um, so that they understand what's kind of come before, what's going to come after. Um, and then they're going to perform that a monologue from the, the, the story of this, you know, hypothetical movie that they've created. And I mean, it's been a fun process. I didn't, I kind of was figuring out what we were going to do as we were doing it, but yeah. So then I, I started trying to develop their storytelling instincts because I think once you have good storytelling instincts, it's, it's easier to become uh, a good actor. Um, because it's like the the story is, is is the game and the rules within which your character lives. And so if you can only if you only know if you if you're only attacking stuff from a character standpoint, you might miss out on valuable things that you can add from a storytelling background. So I helped them create these stories so that they could then go into an audition and start creating stories too with these characters that they have limited information on. Oh boy, yeah. So it's a little sad, but with these two girls that showed up, um, because because there's only so much left, you know, that I can that I can really actually say or do or you know, in a two hour, like I'm not going to spend an hour on each girl's story when we've been developing them for ten weeks, you know. So uh, we just talked and I asked them what I could help them out with. They were talking about social media stuff and, uh, I just started telling them like, go put your shit out there. Like for, for social media, the most important thing is to just start to just go do. It's one thing to think about it and to figure out what type of content you want to do and how much time that takes. Um, it's a whole nother thing to just start doing it and improve as you go along and tweak it as you go along. I think they got it. I look forward to them putting out more stuff. I, I think that for a lot of kids, all they need to hear is like, go do it. <laughs> like, they just need to hear it from somebody. Um, I told them what's stopping you, and they couldn't tell me, and I knew the answer. It's just fear. You're afraid that your friends are going to judge you, or somebody's going to judge you, and maybe it's not going to come out looking as good as it could. Um, and I said, you know, I, did, I can't swear in the class, which is another reason why I'm not a big fan of working over there. But in so many words, I said, you know, fuck what everybody else thinks. Who cares? Like the people who don't like what you put out, guess what? Those aren't people that you want around. The people who do like it, however, are going to like it. And then that's when ma magic starts happening. That's just when magic starts happening. I say, I'm say i saying this on the podcast to any of you out there who are listening and are thinking, man, I want to start up this creative venture. Go do it. 
people people need to create. I think that it's it's imperative that people create in whatever art form they want to do, whether it's it's cooking or drawing or you know how to organize their room. That's an art form, I think, one that I obviously uh, have not mastered, nor have come close to even novicing. <laughs> but that's that's exactly it. Like, just do it. Just go do. Doers fuck with doers. That's what an acting coach told me once. And that it, it it's so true. Doers fuck with doers. That's all. That's all it is. If you're not doing anything, if you're just thinking about doing something, that's never going to be as strong as doing it. All right, let me get off the soapbox here and uh, continue on. Wednesday, oh, Wednesday, I dropped a great podcast um, that I actually had recorded last week. My buddy Christopher Brown, acting coach in town, and man, was he fucking badass. Like, just, if you haven't seen that episode and you're, you're curious about being an actor, what are you doing? It's, it's, it's filled with so many great techniques and, and so many phenomenal thoughts that that i mean we we just we just discuss thoughts and and what our take on the craft is and i think that that's pretty cool to get to that point to be able to have that conversation so okay um so that's a thing what else is a thing with me tuesday i took on that third school i'm doing that and it is uh, rewarding cuz they're a great group of kids a little tiring but I love this shit. I love improv and I love teaching. So both of those things in conjunction equal a good time. Um, been teaching at the voice actor's studio and uh, working on this audiobook. Man, this audiobook is kind of killing me a little bit. But you know what? I'm learning and I'm getting there. And man, is it a little bit slow. But I am learning. So that is... That is the top. That is the tops right there. That's all that matters. I'm learning. I'm figuring shit out. Man. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? What else? Monday. What did I do? I mean, man. If you if you really want to know what I did, you can. I'm. It's interesting because now that I'm daily vlogging, it's like what what is the point of doing the podcast? And that's why I thought, man, what if I interacted with people while I was doing the podcast? And if I don't interact with anybody, that's just, that's fine. Then, you know, like, no harm, no foul, then I just do the podcast like regular. But what if it turns into a thing? So, next week I'm going to stream the podcast. I'm going to start streaming this podcast and just see what comes about from there. Bing, bang, boom. That's it. It's done. If you're listening to this now, know that next week you'll be able to stream twitch.tv slash Brent Mukai. Uh, and it'll be a fun time. So so there's that. All right. What else do I want to talk about? What happened Monday, Sunday, Saturday? Saturday was like a full fucking day for me. I uh, I did the, I did, let's see, I did start off in the morning, did some, uh, taught at the voice actor studio then i left the voice actor studio went over to uh the high school um competitions did that uh after the competitions were over streamed on the cream team 
as I do Saturday nights. And, uh, yeah, it's just a good time. It's just a really good time. I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to get to that point where I can just keep doing more of the stuff that I want to. I think I've fallen more into that. And now I'm, I'm, and there's a lot of shit that I need to take care of because the last two weeks after the play was done, I was like, yeah, playtime, not playtime, but whether it was conscious or sub, it was, it was definitely subconscious. I, I subconsciously made more fun plans and more, more plans that benefit my future rather than plans that benefit right now. So going to visit John, that's a great future plan. And I'm glad that I did. I got a lot out of it. But right now, what I need to be doing is I need, really, really need to be working on the right now plans because I still need to do and handle tax shit. And I still need to, uh, uh, yeah, that's that's one of the big things, this audiobook, more auditioning. I, I just have been slacking and I know it. And I, I this is my call to action to myself. Um, so, yeah. That's about it. Let's let's go to the. Uh, I'm excited in the coming weeks for me doing that. Oh, also, I started taking cold showers, and I don't know how how it's affecting me yet, but I don't know. It it's been good. It it hasn't hurt anything. It's like I'm glad that I do it after I'm finished with it. It's kind of like I accomplished something, which is kind of cool. So there's that. I don't know. <laughs> the podcast, this, this episode's all over the place there's just been so much the, the volume of things that I've been doing over the last week is, has been pretty high what did I do Monday? and now it's bugging me like I'm sure I did something Monday and I can't remember where it was I think it was a full day um oh it was uh yeah it was President's Day and I've been uh, what I did was I Hung out, uh, did a private session over at the voice actor's studio. Um, then went and did, uh, went to go observe Allegra, who is, uh, in my opinion, just a phenomenal. I mean, and I don't mean, like, I use that word too much, maybe. Uh, I don't think I do, but I think I use it just enough, honestly, because Christopher Brown is a phenomenal fucking actor. Allegra is a phenomenal director. Um, I'm sure she's a fabulous actor, too. I've just never seen her do the acting thing. But in, in the way that she can break it down, I'm like, oh, she knows how to work with actors. She's she's brilliant. She is, she is the director of Accidental Death of an Anarchist, the play that I got to work with her on for like six, seven weeks, you know. And she's doing something, a new show at UNLV, University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and I hit her up and said, hey, can I can I come in and watch you work with these uh, uh, younger people? I, I, I'm curious to see how you work with these, you know, people who might be one or two years into to an acting program at UNLV. And it, she was just lovely. She was the same way. She was the same. It, it was the same amount of, of commitment to that. Like she wasn't phoning it in because it's university. She was giving it her all, and from what I saw, it looks like it's going to be a crazy, crazy good play. Like, 
walking on the UNOV campus was cool. Had a nice try. I also, in between that, had a nice talk with him, Troy Motes, who is one of the co-owners of the Voice Actors Studio. Him and his wife Melissa uh, are two of the sweetest people I know, and he's taught me a lot about marketing, and a lot of a lot of what I know now, and a lot of what I'm talking about, a lot of what I'm doing, is thanks to him. So it's always just awesome chatting with him, picking his brain, and and seeing what he, you know, seeing seeing like the way his thought process works cuz man he he he's just a salesman through and through and just has so much to offer in terms of all that so yeah <laughs> what else what else is there to do what what else is there to say i'm i'm blessed i'm living a blessed life i'm incredibly happy it wasn't always that way uh for a very long time it wasn't that way but now I'm kind of here. And are there stresses? Are there are there upset moments? Yes, definitely. I don't know why I woke up in the middle of the night last night just panicking. It was a dream. It was a weird dream. But I was like looking. I was thinking about the list of shit I had to do. And I was like, oh, my God. Tomorrow's going to be a beast. Then I didn't wake up the time that I wanted to. I woke up around like 11 a.m., which is stupid. Like, why am I doing that? But. I could have woken up sooner. I need to be more disciplined in that fact, in that regard. But, you know, I'm, I'm I'm working my way to it. I feel like each week I'm always like, fuck, I need to wake up earlier. And I, I the problem is when I don't have anything like planned or to do, then I don't do it. So maybe the 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 maybe what I need to do is start planning things early in the morning so that I have to wake up. And after a while it will be a a it will be something that I have to do. So I'll plan something. Yeah, I'll plan I'll plan my mornings out. That's a good one. I'm gonna write that down on my on my board here. Um otherwise it might not get done. Cool. Plan out mornings. Plan out Plan on morning early. Okay, cool. No matter how good I get, I just I never want to be in a place where I'm like, mm, I'm just good. No. Want to keep growing, keep succeeding. Ah, oh, fuck, man. This life is just cool. Anyways, okay, let's go to the internet, shall we? Let's go go to the old let's go to the old internet and see what the hell the internet has for me here. Anything fun, I wonder? Anything cool? Twitter? Let's see what Twitter has to say. Uh Would you win in a fight against the most famous person who shares your name? Jason Kirk says Post the question. It's safe to say it's bad news if your name is Connor. Do you think you could defeat in physical combat? That well, the question there is who the fuck is the most famous Brent? Brent Musenberger. If I type in Brent, let's see what comes up. Brent. Brent Rivera, an American actor. 
He played the roles of Isaac Salcedo in Light as a Feather and Alex in Alexander IRL. Well, he's a YouTube guy. I've seen him before, too. Yeah, I've definitely seen this guy before. Um, Boy, does he look handsome. He would beat me in a handsome contest. Um, and a height of hair contest. Just a hair contest in general. His hair is, like, huge. His hair is, like, six inches, and he just, like, puts it up. It's not, it's just a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, he's, like, 21. I could beat the shit out of this guy. Like, legit, legit, this dude does not look like a fighter. I could be wrong, but, yeah, I could, I could beat the fuck out of this guy. Um, okay. So, that's the most famous Brent right now. Mr. Brent 98. What a great YouTube name. If only I'd thought of that. Which is funny because I'm 89 and he's 98. In the years that we were born. It's not that funny, I guess. <laughs> Premium content, everybody. Okay. So that for that question, yes, I definitely could. Let's see what else. Kraft Heinz shares plummet after revelation of SEC probe and 15 billion dollar write down what does that mean shares in Kraft Heinz fell nearly 30 percent on Friday following the revelation that the company was was the focus of an SEC investigation Kraft Heinz also revealed late Thursday that it wrote down the value of its iconic brand it wrote down the value of its iconic brand by more than 15 billion dollars following disappointing fourth quarter earnings I don't know what the SEC is let's look that up huh What is SEC? Securities and Exchange Commission is an independent maintaining fair and orderly functioning of securities markets and facilitating capital formation. Oh, wow. So they just hella fucked over a lot of people, huh? Let's see. Kraft Heinz $15 billion write-down puts focus on years of cost cuts. Shares fall 28%. Kraft Heinz is emblematic of an unsettling combination of factors that are taking hold of a corner of corporate America. Increasing comfort with high levels of debt. A corner of corporate. Increasing comfort with high levels of debt. Resistance to new consumer trends. Ruthless cost cutting. Few growth opportunities. The food maker is doing little to make it look as if it belongs with Berkshire Hathaway. Well, that's just some shit. I don't Berkshire Hathaway. Let's let's look it up. I was about to say that sounds too fancy for anything I give a shit about, but Berkshire Hathaway. What is this? Okay, I typed in the wrong thing. What is Berkshire Hathaway? Berkshire Hathaway Investopedia is an American multinational conglomerate holding company headquartered in Omaha, Nebraska, United States. Oh, this is what Warren Buffett owns. This is why Warren Buffett. So, yeah, you'd think that Heinz is one of the subsidiaries of them. So that's interesting. Uh, okay. So, well, that's a thing. Modern consumers are seeking fresher, less processed, and more nutritious options. Kraft Heinz has been tinkering with ways to push Lunchables and bring back planters' cheese balls. Yeah. 
Um, I cannot remember the last time I had a Lunchable. I feel like... I feel like parents today don't want to send their kids Lunchables. I feel like that's an awful idea. I wonder why they still exist. I'm sure some people are buying them, like, for nostalgia's sake. But I, I don't think that the common parent is feeding it to their fucking kid. Um... And I'm saying common parent, if you do to your kid, I, I see no problems with that other than it's highly processed food and they are under scrutiny from the SEC, which I just learned what it is. But now I can say it like I know what it is because I know what it is now. They protect uh, they protect stockholders and people like that. That's all what the SEC is. Oh, okay, let's see. What else? What else? Um... Man, oh man, this is just, I mean, I thought that Twitter news would be maybe a little more fun. Oh, fun Twitter news. I can, tw I can figure out what Twitter type of news I want to see. Because let me tell you, I don't want to bring up a bunch of sexual allegation shit. Like, that's not fun for me. Um, this is a fun podcast. Uh, let's see, let's see. Okay. Brutally honest advice from one writer to another. When a young writer reached out to Edgar Award-winning novelist Adrian McKinty, he wrote back to her with some honest advice. He wrote back to her with some honest advice. McKinty shared tips about a career as a writer, as well as some unfortunate truths. This sounds right up the alley. Why wasn't I looking at fun Twitter news, Right. And you might judge me for not wanting to talk about some serious shit, but I don't, that's not, I don't want to comment on that. And also, also, that's happening too much in the fucking news, okay? Like, give it a break. Give it a break. People who are doing that shit, please. That's all I gotta say. Every, every day, just some new shit's coming out, and it's not, like, that would get boring as fuck after a while. This ain't this ain't the woke the woke spoke podcast. This is Brent Mukai. I'm just having a little fun. Just having a little fun. <laughs> Shitty things are happening. This is just a little fun. A little a little reprieve from all that. Okay, let's read this. Dear Emma, thank you for writing to me and all your questions. I wholeheartedly would encourage you to did he uh okay, so I guess we don't see the other part of this, but uh, I wholeheartedly encourage you to go down this road and pursue a career in the arts. Your uncle is mistaken. You do not have to burn your boats Cortez style and become a novelist straight out of college. Almost every writer I know began by writing at night after their day job was finished. That is the way to do it. I used to think that if you are wealthy enough to do an MFA program and then just wait around for inspiration, then the work you would produce would turn out to be crap. But actually... I've met a few MFA types whose work has been good, which should have forced me to remember one of my own rules. There are no rules. Really, there are no rules. You're under no obligation as a novelist to mirror society or improve your readers' minds or change the world or even be entertaining. Kafka, for one, set out, deliber for one, set out deliberately to not be entertaining. He wanted to wound his readers. I will say... Though, that the career of the professional novelist is a hard one. The median income for novelists is less than $10,000 a year, which is below the poverty level in North America and Europe. You will also face many rejections, and although these may make you stronger, 
Often they will just dispirit and depress you. When your book is finally published, you will get some terrible news. It's just the nature of the beast. You will. The professional critics will say mean things, and the anonymous people online will say even meaner things. People are sometimes Egypts. Egypts? Okay, I gotta know what that word is. Egypt. Egypt. A stupid person, an idiot. Egypt. Am I saying that right? Egypt. 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 Yeah. Um, sometimes Egypts. Oh, I'm fucking idiot. Egypt. Yeah, what are you? Some type of Egypt? I wonder if that's where the word idiot comes from or if it came the other way around. Who knows? That just sounds like what a Texas per Stop talking there, you damn Egypt. Um, okay. They will hate one thing about your novel and go on a rant about how terrible it all is. Their book will arrive late and they will give you a one-star review on Amazon. There are times when I have written a novel and deliberately been boring in the first five pages to get rid of the casual reader and leave only people who will dig my stuff. In <laughs> this is professional-level trolling, and I do not recommend you do this. Still, even the best of us get shat on. One of my favorite novels of the last ten years is David Peace's Red or Dead. You should read some of the shit people say about that book online. I will give you no advice about how to write or what to write about. That's your call and your heart will tell you which way to go when the time comes. I do give advice about two things, though. One, as Werner Herzog says, if you want a career in the arts, you should read, 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 read. If you want to be a novelist, you should read everything. The classics, contemporary novels, the Greeks, the Romans, poetry, plays, everything. All the time, be reading. Have a book of... Have a book list of books you want to read and work your way through it. Make your own canon and read, read, read. Write a little bit every day, even if you are tired or don't want to, especially if you are tired and don't want to. It's a daunting path, Emma, but be not daunted. The profession needs new writers and new ideas. When it's tough, just, re when it's tough, just remember that the road to virtue lies over the stony ground. Good luck, Adrian. I got a letter from a wannabe novelist who, whom I gave my usual possibly dubious advice. Virtue lies over the stony ground. Some good advice to any aspiring writers out there from one of the best. Well, Adrian McKinty, I don't know who you are. I'm about to take a look at what you've done. Oh, look at you. Edgar Award-winning Irish novelist, critic, and all-around smarty pants. Hmm. Huh. Wow. 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 Well, you're really cool, man. You're really, uh... Wow. You're a younger guy than, than I thought. Or maybe you just look really young. No, you look you look maybe in your 30s, 40s. I don't know why I imagined somebody named Adrian McKinty would be, like, in his 60s. I just imagined, like, a, like an older man. Wow, you wrote that very well. You wrote that, like, like the just the... The amount of language and, and all of it I, I enjoyed, Adrian. If you're if you're listening to this, Adrian, at Adrian McKinty, I loved that letter. That was seriously great. Um, it's really reminding me that I have to read more. So, Adrian, you are the man. That will be that will be my little piece of of reading for the day. <laughs> I read a tweet. What else do you want? Um. No, but but I I, I don't even want to I, I want to end on that note because it's a good note it's a solid note I think that you're I think that it's you, God 
You wrote that, like that. I, I read that in the voice of an old man, and you are not at all an old man. Not to say that 60's old, but, like, I was imagining, like, a 70-year-old dude, like, you know, like, going to the golf course to go hang out. That dude. Well, oh, boy. What's, what, uh, podcast, I'm so happy. I'm so grateful you're still listening. Um, God, do I suck at sending out these fucking stickers. I'm looking at them right now. I'm just like, I have not fucking sent out one, and it's really upsetting to me. I've failed you. I've failed you. And I will send them out. God, there's some other shit I gotta send out to you. See, I told you, this whole week, this whole week has just been fun. And I, I, I need to I need to go back and just do some shit. It was, it was fun, good future stuff. Arguably also networking stuff. But, man, like, every once in a while, for God's sakes, just fucking work, Brent. You know, just fucking do, just do the shit, do the shit, do all of the shits. Um, as always, you can follow me at Brent Mukai, B-R-E-N-T-M-U-K-A-I. Um, thank you so much for fucking listening. Like so much for listening. Like I, I appreciate it. I appreciate any type of reply or any type of answer that you give me. I, I, it, it seriously keeps me going in doing this, because it gets lonely, it gets isolating, sometimes it's like, why am I doing this podcast, there's other shit to do, right, I'm talking about doing other shit as I'm putting out this podcast, which is probably not the best thing in the world, but I'm committed to this, I, I think that the podcast is growing, and it's just neat, it's just neat to have the opportunity to do it, thank you so much, without you, this podcast would be so much uh, less cool. And, uh, until next time, I will see you all soon. Brent McKay, voice actor, improv trainer, entertainer. It rhymes. Get over it. Peace.